0: Is this our life? Is this all we'll ever be Just stuck in our homes separate? Is there a light at the end of this tunnel? Uh, who knows where we're going, but we do have updates on postponed movies and new release dates, uh, the Tiger King craze, and we all discuss what we've been continuing to watch in our time at home. So let's roll for sound. Quiet on the set. Welcome back to another hey. Quarantine Day in Action episode. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Uh, we're all decided to jump on for another uh, pod as we got an actually decent amount of uh, updates on a lot of the uh, postponed movies and whatnot over the last uh, two weeks. Um, so I thought we'd just jump into that real quick. Uh, movies like Quiet Place got a release date for September. Uh, as of, I thought I saw Mulan for July. Is that July twenty fourth?
1: Yeah, July twenty fourth.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Minions is out July of next year now. Um, and the movies like Antlers still doesn't have a release date. Uh, New Mutants no release date still. Uh, they decided to release Artemis Artemis Fowl on Disney Plus. Uh, Disney that seems
1: Plus, yeah. that
0: seems like a seems like a safe bet. To go with on that one, I don't know how well that was going to do, to be honest. Um, Was there any other ones? I was trying to think. There were some other ones I thought that uh, got some dates confirmed. Soul.
1: Soul got moved.
0: Soul's in the fall now. Oh, the big one was Marvel. Marvel pushed their entire slate. Pretty much uh, one release date. So Black Widow took Eternals, and then going forward, uh, they bumped each movie back in the release schedule. So I think Thor's in... Is it, is it still 2022?
1: 2022,
0: 2022 it... now. Okay. Yeah. So
1: like so. I think Eternals... it was originally 2021 and now it's
0: because Eternals is gonna come out in March next year. Uh Shang Chi is gonna have the summer release date in May. Uh what was after that? Is it Doctor Strange after that? I think it's gonna have a f- either a fall release or a February release. Let me look at those dates again. I don't remember. We'll pull that up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and there it is uh yeah dr strange is going to shift to november of next year uh Thorn love and thunder is going to be in february of 2022 um black panther 2 is going to be also in uh 2022 in may and then captain marvel is now dated for july of 2022 so a lot of yeah and then like uh, Taika Waititi came out and said that it's not going to affect the production of Thor, as far as we know. Uh, the release date, so I think, it's because it's far out from now. I know he did like an Instagram uh, live for uh, like a viewing of Thor Ragnarok, and I think he also talked about like some like stuff for Thor Love and Thunder, where he was kind of playing around with them, but also kind of like hit some like little hints of what's happening. So, um, I think that said. Any? Did you guys have any thoughts on the? postponements or the uh, new schedules of anything or is there anything you were hoping that got a date that didn't as of right now
2: i was kind of just hoping that they'd just release all of them now since uh, I, mean, lot ones. Us, I mean none of us can really go anywhere so i mean yeah as of, right,
0: as of right now i mean i mean movies are slated for july but it's like i don't know how conf- like confident it is yet it still seems pretty like light some movies are like I think August yeah. to the end of the year are still that we're already set those dates are. Like like Bill and Ted was still in August and um I think something else was in August too. But they're have, they've been holding strong still. But our summer season pretty much is toast for in terms of movies. So we're probably not gonna have the movie going experience till hopefully July, but who knows? Bad boys two for best movie of the year. I mean <laughs> I was kinda curious to see how it's gonna affect like end of the year stuff, like what movies will like still be like what we'll have by the end of the year. Um, But fingers crossed for Sonic, the best movie of the year
2: right here. (laughs) Best visual effects. Coming back. No, but yeah. uh, I just think that they should release, uh, I mean, at least like the movies that are ready to be released. Like, so the ones that were coming out like maybe this month or so, I feel like they should just release it with like the home releases that they're doing currently. I mean, everyone's staying home if you think about it, I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to pay for a movie anyways. So yeah, I mean, that's they're gonna make that money regardless,
0: that's what I was getting curious about on like the, the home release numbers to versus the box office, which um with trolls, it had its uh, in, in home theater release uh this past Friday. And it broke the record. I think previously held for video on demand movie. I don't know what the number was, um but now it's it probably wasn't high probably was not that high to it be fair wasn't that high, yeah
2: um
0: but it set the record nonetheless and i don't know how much it's going to affect its box office like how much it would have made versus to what it's going to make now um yeah. i guess it's going to depend on how well it does maybe other studios will follow soon i mean as i said disney is going to release Artemis fowl the home i mean the disney plus so if you have disney plus you're getting it um i think new mutants might be another one that gets uh released too they didn't yeah they didn't, that'd be something they didn't slate it so I'm I'm assuming that's probably gonna get a home release uh video on demand release um what are your what have you thoughts on that Daniel what have you been thinking
1: about the new mutants or just everything just in, in general just everything in general I mean I mean I just hope tenant doesn't get delayed too much if it does get delayed. Oh,
0: Isn't it gonna be December now? I thought that got moved didn't it or is that? Was it was just I like like people I think There was just the
1: rumors. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. you know, like people thinking like, oh, if it gets moved, it's going to be in December. But like, it needs an IMAX release, so December limits its options. Since as far as Top Gun. Yeah, Top as, Gun, as far as IMAX, Top yeah. Gun and Dune, I think so.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say is because Dune just released a bunch of set photos, like first look at yeah. the movie, and that's still on track for its release date. I don't think yeah. they're gonna move it as of now. Yeah um but um that's the only movie i think that's like that might be still worrisome but i haven't heard i haven't heard anything yet i think he's gonna hold out on it christopher nolan so yeah um but on the subject of dune yeah there was a bunch of new set photos that just came out um i I saw that the people amped about i know you were really excited for this dan what were your initial thoughts i know this is set, photos, but
1: I mean they, you don't see much except the characters or the actors, but I yeah. mean, it looks it look the look looks interesting, like the yeah. the aesthetic of it. Like I know it's supposed to be this like really uh kinda like interesting sci fi epic. So yeah. from the looks of it, like it looks like it's gonna live up to that.
0: Yeah, it was so, pretty cool. Um it's, I kind of yeah. forgot. The cast for the movie so that was kind of like a nice reminder to see like yeah that's this movie's gonna have a huge cast coming in um i did have a I did like the funny comparison i saw with um timothy uh chalamet, chalamet. Uh, he basically looked like a the people were making comparisons like a kylo ren-esque looking just uh, based yeah. on like
1: like his <laughs> outfit he that, had on Did he looked like a Sith?
0: <laughs> yeah he definitely had the look going but um, I mean, it looked like the visuals look really cool. Some like the the costume pieces and uh, I mean, it's Dennis. Uh, so it should be a uh, visually I mean, stunning movie. So
1: yeah. And he's done other sci-fi movies. So I feel like he was the right choice to direct this movie. So yeah. I'm excited. I hope it doesn't get too delayed. I feel like the end of the year movies are a little more safe. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they're doing post-production. Maybe just some each person involved in post-production is working from home. I'm assuming. Yeah. So um, the other movie that didn't that got delayed and hasn't had a new date is in the Heights. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. It it was so close to being done. Like they were in the final days of post-production. So I don't know how that's going to work. And I think it's mostly the the soundtrack that they needed to, to (laughs) (laughs) fuck you, Brett (laughs) (laughs) to uh, finish. So I'm guessing because they can record like in a room, maybe that's why it's being delayed. Yeah. Until they can come back and record the remaining of the soundtrack, so. Yeah.
2: Well, if they can dream it, they can do it. Yeah. But then again, they want to stop from dreamers to dream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're kicking out all the dreamers, man. Goddamn. Um. <laughs> uh... Fred, did you have any thoughts on Dune? I don't know what your interest was in it before or after these photos came out. Did you have do you have any thoughts uh, on it?
2: I did not have any interest in it. Uh, so That's fair. I mean fair. I know that's neutral. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have high hopes for it. I don't even have it. I don't have any expectations really. All right, that's fair. Okay. All I know is it's a sci-fi movie. Mm. And this was supposed to be like the biggest movie back in the day it's like ever come out yeah right this Mm -hmm. is that movie yeah well uh
1: someone tried to make it in like the 70s and And it was like shit no and his production was like too over the top so like they ended up like canning the movie and then uh david lynch made one in the 80s that wasn't well received Mm -hmm. oh yeah Yeah. see so yeah and then they made they made a miniseries like in the 90s or early 2000s and i think that was better received because the book's really long but the movie's going to be split, kind of like, not kind of like it, how they split it in two parts, so.
0: Okay. Well, we'll just have to just keep an eye out for a trailer and see if we get a better look from that, so.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and I'll, I'm going to talk about a bit more David Lynch later, but uh, before we get to what we've been watching, I wanted to talk about the Tiger King craze that's kind of been happening right now and all the productions <laughs> that have been kind of uh, spouting from this series. As we talked on the last podcast, we, me and Brett, had watched. I don't know if Daniel, you watched it uh, as of now. Uh, no. no. Okay. Um, the Tiger King craze has blown up. Um, there was we didn't. I don't think I didn't watch it. Did you watch it, yet, Brett? I have not. There was a bonus episode that came out. This uh, was on Easter, and it was basically a follow up with um, a group of the people that were uh, featured in the uh, series. And I think Joel McHale uh, interviewed them all. So we get to see where they're at now, how how it's affected them, things like that. Um, maybe in the future, we'll get back to that and see what it was. But um, a lot of people have kind of been voicing their opinions on it. Like Carol Baskin, who was featured in the series, who was not happy with her portrayal by Netflix, um, as she was not featured in the bonus episode. She did not want any <laughs> interest. She wasn't asked. Um, but yeah, yeah, without saying too much, she didn't like how she was uh, portrayed in the series. But from that, uh, another network, not Netflix, is doing like a series not specifically on uh, Joe Exotic, but on other members of it, like Doc and Carol Baskin, some other people that were featured. Um, yes. In terms of just making uh, adaptations off of it, uh, I think Ryan uh, Murphy um, yes. was looking to do one with Rob Lowe, and Rob Lowe would be Joe Exotic, just talks... And I think there's one it works with Kate McKinnon playing Carol Baskin as a separate production. There's just been a lot of stuff happening with this. So who knows what will actually come from it? What will actually eventually happen? Um, Brett with, uh, since you've, you're also the other one who's fully watched it. What are your thoughts on all these tiger King stuff coming out from this?
2: Uh, I mean, it's a really interesting, uh, story and really interesting situation that had happened out there back in the day. Uh, I mean, now that it's being brought to us, I mean, now, um, yeah, it's a huge thing. But, I mean, slowly, I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of getting over it.
0: It's going to hit that burnout as we get over saturated with it. And they're not going to be able to capitalize on it quick enough because the turn, especially with with the current climate of the world right now, um, there's not going to be a quick enough, like, production to get it out there so people can, like, they can kind of ride the train still. Um, but I mean, I'd be curious to see, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of productions happening, obviously. So people are just seeing like the opportunity, but I don't know. I would, I might be, I might be, I might check one out if one happens, but I don't think I would watch every single one that I like. I'm not going to like, uh, like seek out every like tiger King or Joe exotic related thing that comes from this, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, I saw Fox news was like, it was like, it was like, Oh yeah. Um, come see the stuff that you never got to see on the show and i was like they kind of saw it all i mean what are you talking about
0: what's left to show they kind of yeah yeah what were you you saying daniel
1: well i was gonna say that i haven't even seen it and i'm already burnt out that's part of the reason why i didn't finish it is because it's like all over the place i was like i don't know like the hype kind of killed it for me so yeah
0: (laughs) no i get it and it's i'm sure it's gonna get burnt out for a lot of people soon enough if um, the way it's going, the way people are talking about it, um, cool. yeah, that was it. I don't know if you boys had saw anything in the news world that you wanted to talk about. Um, I know Ryan Murphy has got a new show on Netflix, Daniel. And he, there was some new stuff for it. Hollywood. I don't know. If, um, yeah, the trailer came out. Yeah. Um, but I think in terms of, I mean, with everything happening, it's like in terms of newer stuff coming, it's everything's kind of a haze. And uh, a lot of just productions have been postponed, so yeah. who knows what we're getting. A lot of stuff that's coming is probably already was in post production or near, uh, and yeah, almost done. And I'm sure they found ways exactly. to complete it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that's all I had uh, news-wise to talk about. So if you guys want to just jump in, I know both of you had a uh, couple movies, actually quite a few movies that you watched uh, in the gap in between episodes. I only had a few things. Um, so I guess whoever wants to jump in and talk about what they've been watching, whoever goes first.
2: Um Brad, Daniel go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, oh, I'll go. Okay. Ahead. No, you go ahead. Yep, I'll go. <clears throat> Alright. Uh so <laughs> um I started watching uh for some reason I kind of really got into World War II esque movies. Mm-hmm. So my first movie, even though this is uh not World War II, I was just I just wanted to watch it and i have wanted to watch it for a long time. And I came across it on Netflix, it was uh the King's Speech
0: yeah okay
2: 2010 movie um that was fantastic um it's very interesting you know
0: this was the
2: uh go ahead to see um, that whole dynamic of like a king and like a just like a regular dude and I don't know it was really interesting i kind of enjoyed it a lot um,
0: this was the best picture winner of that year, right, Daniel? Wasn't it? All right. <laughs> um, hold on, you vanished for a moment. You're, you're okay. Uh, the King's Speech. This was the best picture, wasn't it, of the year it yeah. came out? Yeah,
1: yeah, one best picture.
0: Okay. Um, it was Colin Firth, and who is who is his uh speech coach?
2: Name, it's Barbo's and Rush. yeah. Rush. Okay.
1: Rush. Yeah. But yeah. It's and Helena Bonham Carter's in it too. It's
2: yeah. She's the queen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I watched that movie, and then immediately after I watched that movie, I scrolled on the back to Netflix to you know watch a few more things, and I came across the uh, the death of Stalin.
1: Oh uh, yeah you you've tweeted yeah. about that. Yeah.
2: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I just came out, I watched the trailer for like, I watched the whole trailer before I watched it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious just from the trailer alone. And boy, when I pressed play, I was not expecting that entire thing to be that funny. Um, I mean, even from the get-go, from the start, where like Stalin calls the band <laughs> and, has, and has them like redo the whole thing. To I mean, redo the, yeah, Dude, that was, that was fantastic. Um, All the way to the end. I mean, where it kind of just comes full circle where they're back in that auditorium.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But yeah. um, And it's a little bit of a histor- historical kind of thing. Um, It's more of a satire, right?
0: Yeah, it's a satire. Yeah. And this, I also watched this because I, I had been wanting to watch it and i saw you tweet about it and i'm like all right i'll have to jump in and check it out and yeah i loved it too i thought the humor was like on point uh it was very sharp very quick the cast is really good it has steve buscemi it has uh jeffrey tambor it has um how, it's um Jason isaacs i think is his name yeah. um, mm-hmm. um it's got a great cast and it's funny because i think <laughs> i at first i um didn't i was like i heard stalin talking like a like a british accent i'm like wait what's and then they all don't do any russian accents they're all kind of just talking yeah, yeah. as themselves which is <laughs> i think it adds to like the, the humor of it too yeah
2: totally. um,
0: and it's it just i would recommend i as brett saying too I, I definitely like while it's on netflix it's kind of like i think a movie that kind of slipped under the cracks when it first released so
2: yeah
0: um mm-hmm. i really recommend
2: so so yes um back on my world War two binge here uh my war binge uh I went ahead and started watching uh Bridge of spies okay I okay. rented that movie um I thought it was a pretty fantastic movie uh as well yeah uh, Tom Hanks is a phenomenal uh lawyer slash mediator uh for a deal with uh, trading two spies um when he gets two for one actually um but I thought it was fantastic. I thought, I thought, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I thought um, the whole entire, like, how they wanted to keep it a secret kind of made it a little bit more um, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of really felt intense kind of throughout the whole movie. Um, and now moving on to my other World War II movie that I also rented, uh, it is, uh, The Darkest Hour. The, uh, this is movie about Winston Churchill, yes, uh, movie about Winston Churchill and, uh, his, I guess, kind of rise to, uh, becoming the world famous, whatever he was, I forget now.
1: Prime Minister. <laughs> Prime, there you go, the world famous Prime Minister <laughs> that
2: he's now known as today, um, You know, uh, Gary Oldman was fantastic. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. When they kind of like described how like Winston Churchill talked, uh, how he like mumbled and stuff, I was like, oh, okay. Like, it'll probably it'll probably still be you know something that I can listen to, but oh hell no, you need like some subtitles. (laughs) Um, I mean, he did a fantastic job, I thought, and uh, Lily James. I mean, she wasn't that big of a. Part of the movie, but I mean, she was also like a pretty great addition as his um, typist, typist back in the okay. day. So, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Two more movies I got to, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, keeping in that area of um, early 1900s here, uh-huh. uh, I watched the movie uh, Stan and Ollie it's about Stan Laurel yeah. and uh, Oliver Hardy. Mm hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's basically a movie about how one of their contracts is up and they want to move over and they want to own their movies, basically. Um, But the production company, the studio that owns one contract doesn't want to let Hardy go or whatever. And, you know, uh, they go back, they go down the line 16 years later towards the end of their lives and they go for like one last hurrah. And that's where the movie kind of mainly just takes place. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's very very heartwarming. It's a good uh, friendship movie if you ever want to like appreciate your friends for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's very, uh, it's right there. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so that was the movie I watched as well. It had uh, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley playing as uh, Laurel and Hardy. I have seen some Laurel and Hardy skits, uh, like the hospital one. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, Steve Coogan looks kind of almost exactly like Laurel. It's kind of spooky. Wow. Yeah. Um, And finally, getting out of the uh, World War II era zone kind of thing, Uh Zombieland 2 Double Tap oh that's right yeah yeah. Yeah. and i mean pretty great yeah (laughs) Yeah. just like the first one um there was a there was a little scare there but uh we're good so we're all good now and uh zombie land i highly recommend it if you haven't seen it
0: yeah it's i think it's on one of the uh premium cable channels think it's like stars or i think stars yeah because my parents had watched it recently as well um yeah oh yeah
2: and those are the movies that i have watched within the last two weeks (laughs) (laughs) um how's your uh how was your sherlock uh
0: watch did you give up on sherlock or did you find something new to watch in terms of tv um
2: okay so in terms of tv yeah uh I haven't really given up on Sherlock. I just hadn't really had the time. I've kind of just been watching um, movies mostly. Okay. Um, But uh, there is this one TV show that I want to highlight. It's absolute just trash TV. (laughs) Oh, I uh, I know. (laughs) There's a a place somewhere right in here that holds trash TV to a very high standard. Uh And um, The Circle on Netflix is very trash TV. (laughs) Um. It's basically like who wants, who's the most likable person in this house, and it's the, it's so weird and dumb, but I mean I was hooked, and it's very bad. Don't watch it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's up to you. But yeah. All right. All right. Those are the TV shows that I have watched recently.
0: Okay. Perfect. All right. Daniel, why don't you go ahead?
2: Daniel, take it away. Take it
0: away.
1: Okay. I also have quite a few movies that I saw. Uh they all have something in common. Well, some of them, one of them doesn't. Are they but, all
0: 1920s war movies as well? Because I hope they are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately no. But uh to begin with, I finally saw Bumblebee. Because it's it's available for streaming. So I finally saw it. I sat down inside and I really enjoyed it. It's a fun movie. You know, it's 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 probably the best Transformers movie. No, it is um, the
0: best Transformers yeah. movie. I will stand I by that. A,
1: I have a soft spot for the first one, but this one was definitely way better than all the sequels. <laughs> like way, way better. And yeah. it sucks that it underperformed because it was really well written. Mm-hmm. And I I just really enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun, you know, like entertaining like popcorn flick. So yeah. like, I, I know you really liked it when it came out, Derek.
0: I was definitely uh, surprised by it when I saw it. Uh, actually, I went in very low in terms of the uh, how the other Transformers <laughs> movies had sat with me. But, uh, yeah, it was very heartwarming, and they really kind of, it was just well-written, and I think they yeah. focused on the relationship rather than the, uh, the explosions that the explosion. are also happening exactly. in the movie. So,
1: Yeah, and I like the story of uh, the main character. Um, I forgot what her name was, the character, but it's played by uh, H- Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali, it's uh, Holly. <laughs> Holly uh, and I thought Holly, Haley, um, Steinfeld, uh, and I just Bumblebee's so endearing, and yeah. the fact that he got his own movie was really cool. So I really, I really enjoyed it. And then I started on a string of movies that have all that have uh, multiple things in common, but the main thing is that they're all documentaries. Uh, okay. Uh, and they're all written and or directed by the same person. And I'm talking about the Christopher Guest mockumentaries from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I saw all of them. Yes. <laughs> Starting with arguably the most famous one. And yeah, I already, what I already know what you're going to say. Yeah, what is considered one of the best like comedies of all time, and it's This Is Final Tap, which yep. I had never seen. And that movie had me rolling. That heads.
0: movie it's so good
1: it's it's hilarious it's It's so so ridiculous it's so funny none of them are british that's the 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 best part and they're so good at playing these like eccentric british like band and it's hilarious and i like laughed like throughout the whole movie and it's just it was so so funny and (laughs) i don't know it has so many memorable moments it's hard to highlight like it's
0: super, it's yeah. super quotable. It's, it's very uh, quotable. <laughs> it's, so what is it? It's uh, Harry Shearer. It's uh Christopher Guest and it's Michael McKean as like the, Michael McKean.
2: Yeah,
0: as the main the band. Main. Yeah. But them together are just hilarious. And I, like I actually that. haven't seen the movie in a long time. So I want to go watch that now, but yeah, I highly yeah, recommend Yeah.
1: It. It's great. And they like, I like kind of went on a hole and that's why I watch all these movies that they have all of these person people in common. Mm-hmm. Um, that after This Is Final Tap, he made, uh, Christopher Guest directed and co-wrote with uh, Eugene Levy, a movie called Waiting for Guffman, that if you haven't seen, I r- highly recommend It's from 96. It's hilarious. It's also a mockumentary, and it's about this like small town in Missouri that's, uh, they're celebrating their 150th like anniversary, mm-hmm. and they're mounting a musical that is going to tell the story of, of the town uh-huh. and this like really like flamboyant choreographer called Corky Saint-Blair is uh or Corky Saint-Clair I think something like that uh played by Christopher Guest and it's like it's hilarious uh and it has Eugene Levy, Katherine O'Hara, uh Fred Willard, uh Parker Posey like all the people that like these are people that have worked with him throughout the whole like the other movies that I'm going to talk about also yeah. that movies Besides, like, after Spinal Tap, that's probably my favorite one out of the bunch. It's freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it's just, it's really funny. Uh, And then after that, I saw Best in Show, which is a little more famous. Uh, Saw that one. Yeah, about a dog show, and it's also a mockumentary. All of these are mockumentaries. (laughs) uh, And that one's really funny. The same same people in it, Christopher Guest, uh, Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy. And all these people. And that one's also really funny. There's a really funny moment in that movie where there's this couple that have this uh, Weimaraner. And, like, they're, like, they coddle her a lot. And then they can't find her toy. And then they're, like, where's the toy? And they, like, just argue. And it's really funny. Uh, One thing that I found that I read about these movies is is that the script was, like, non-existent pretty much. There was just, like, an outline so it's ad-libbed for the most part, and it's just, the results are hilarious. I can definitely these see that. Are all, these are all movies that were filmed like documentaries, so they have, mm-hmm. like, a lot of footage to, to choose from. Uh-huh. Like, I read that most of these movies had, like, 60 or more hours of footage to choose from. So Best in Show was really funny, and then after that I saw Mighty Wind, which is about, uh, like, this, like uh, got like, record label guy who dies, and he was, like, responsible for all these like folk groups in the like 60s and 70s and they all come together to do like a memorial concert and it's it's really funny too um and original songs in that one also in waiting for government there's original songs that were all written by like the same people like michael mckean harry shearer and uh-huh. uh, christopher guest and then yeah. a mighty wind even eugene levy wrote some of the songs and annette o'toole who's married to uh, Michael McKean. She wrote some of the mm-hmm. songs, even Catherine O'Hara wrote one of the songs in a mighty wind. And it's really funny um, that, that I saw yesterday. And then this morning I saw for your consideration, which is also really funny. And it's about uh, like some a mag- a movie being made. That's being like, they're like talking about awards bus for it. And then like mm-hmm. the actors like start freaking out about like that. And mm-hmm. it's 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 really funny same people in it like pretty much everyone that's in all the like there it's the same cast in all these movies and like Uh the later ones like jennifer coolidge is in the later ones so is jane lynch um so it's like all like comedy people all like um what's his name michael john higgins i think is his name john michael higgins john michael higgins yeah in some of them too and he's really funny these are all really funny movies uh but definitely, like, This is Final Tap is so goddamn hilarious. Like, that yeah. was my favorite of the bunch. But there, I, I recommend all of them. Waiting for Guffman, I feel like, is a little underrated. Uh, and it's, like, a hidden gem. And I just really enjoyed all of them. All these monumentaries.
0: Uh, are all those... Um, I You said Bumblebee. was. Are the, all those streaming? The ones you... Uh,
1: I think most of them are like a part of like a premium add-on or like they're in some sort of like cable channel okay or you can rent them so okay
2: yeah. Is that way you did
1: yeah mm-hmm. but they're all they're all great movies I they all have like you know their quirkiness and all that but it's it's cool to see like all the same actors like playing different characters and like just they're so different in each movie and it's it's just really really cool like part of the reason i went into this uh string of movies was because uh shits creek ended last week the mm-hmm. final episode aired and there was a a documentary after the show ended that uh dan levy said that he kind of wanted to do something similar like a uh, humor wise with yeah. the show and that's why he asked his dad to uh help him with the show cuz since his dad co-wrote most of these movies well, mm. Co-wrote it in a sense because they don't really have a script, but, uh-huh. but but uh, yeah, I, and I'm glad I saw them. It's, it's it was cool to see. I hadn't seen like besides like the the really famous Catherine like Beetlejuice or American Pie with Eugene Levy like I hadn't really seen them in a lot of movies. I I started thinking so it's it was great to see them, um, and they have great chemistry. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's it was really cool. I highly recommend all these movies.
0: Yeah, as I said, I I love This Is Spinal Tap, so I'm glad you watched it. Uh, that's mm-hmm. definitely one, and the only one of those I've seen is Best in Show, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but I know it was really funny when I watched it. So I'll definitely have to check out the rest of those. I've only heard of um, the only other one I've heard of was Waiting for Government of uh, the ones you mentioned. So I'll have to mm-hmm. check out the rest of them and see if I can maybe find them to, to check out as well.
1: And human read another one a couple like three or four years ago that's on netflix called mascots i don't know if you guys seen that that's the only one i didn't see
0: i saw that uh show up but i didn't see it i don't think it i don't know if it reviewed well or whatever it was i didn't see i saw mixed did. reviews on it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it, it got mixed reviews but it's it's written by christopher guest uh, this is eugene levy had nothing to do with this one so i feel like maybe that's why it's not as good hmm. or i don't know maybe it's just he lost his touch but he plays uh christopher guest plays the same character that he plays in waiting for a guffman so it's that's the only reason i want to see it is just to to see that but uh and that has a a cool cast of uh like comedians too so like more modern modern ones not the same people some of the same people but not all of them yeah sure Sure.
0: i'll have to check i'll have to go through those and check them out then Mm -hmm. and then uh, which
1: good I'm gonna talk now. The TV wise, uh, I haven't really seen much thing. new things. <laughs> uh, but I did want to talk about the Shit's Creek finale, which, like I said, aired last week, and I thought it was an excellent finale. Like it capped off the series really well. Uh, the last two episodes of the show, I I feel like it's like a two part finale in a in a sense, uh-huh. and just uh, it's those two episodes were so emotional. They're so. Uh, I don't know, like, they're they're just really, really well-written. Well uh, it's amazing to see how these characters, like, came so far and how their lives changed, even though they were, like, so, like, kind of, like, resistant at first to living in this town and all that. But, like, show has great character development, great writing. Um, uh-huh. Great. The finale was fantastic. Like, it's probably up there in terms of, like, best... Like endings for me,
2: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, the show ended how it should have ended, when it should have ended. It was just a great show. I, I'm already on uh, season three of the rewatch, so <laughs> yeah. Someone, do I
0: hear the new flea bag?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
0: just can't give it up. Just can't.
2: Nope. Once it's done, you just
1: can't give it up. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well,
1: um but yeah. and um, similar real quick. I saw other Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I was you finished finished on yours since I'm gonna move on to me
1: once you're okay. done. I was just gonna say that I saw the first two episodes of This Is Us. I don't know if you guys have seen that show. Um it's like very like well it's been really well received since it premiered and uh the first two
0: episodes like sold me on it so i think i'm gonna keep watching that well, uh as familiar uh similar to both of you some of my what i've been watching also as a theme uh most of them i'll just start with the one that's out there we already talked about death of stalin that was one one of the two movies i watched uh between the last episode and now um but i want to talk about the series i watched first it's, uh, unrelated i did watch uh don't fuck with cats since it was after that, Tiger King, I was kind of looking for another like, uh, uh, like you know, true crime, yeah, documentary, um, and that was crazy. Because that was like, like the story behind that is also just kind of like um, the commitment and like the the cat and mouse game between like this people trying to find this guy and the guy, and then the guy itself is just kind of like insane on in what he did. And Daniel, did you did you watch this as well? Oh yeah. Okay, it's you not, both watched uh... this, right? <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's insane the show's insane yeah it's freaking crazy i like saw it in like pretty much one sitting like i like started it on a on a friday night and by saturday afternoon i had finished it
0: because it's, it's only crazy it's only three episodes <laughs> so it was three episodes just, yeah, yeah. it's a quick binge yeah. so uh but it's really like without i don't without saying too much it's, it's really interesting um it's there are some they there are some like uh it might be hard to watch moments they don't Stuff that's not shown, but it's, you know, it's implied what's happening. So it's kind of, could be a hard watch for certain people, just as a forewarning. Um, but it's definitely, like, uh, really well done. My only thing is, it had a weird message at the end of it.
1: Yeah, the ending was, kind of, threw me off, too.
0: And I'm like, what, why, So my, should I not have watched this then? I don't, I don't, I was really, like, kind of put off by the end of it. So, um, I mean, it's, it's still worth, like, checking out. It's just kind of a weird, like, last, like, five minutes of the of yeah. the series so Wait, what
2: um, happens in the last five minutes?
0: um she basically it's just like you know you're you're part of the problem for watching this you know like why are you um, even it's you know it's, it's like, like one funny. of those things it's yeah. like don't teach me don't teach me a lesson just just give me give me yeah, this it's like
1: it's like don't don't preach don't, don't preach, to preach to me preach like what's I, your stupid I'm name just, i'm just stupid? here to watch boss movement or whatever boss body body, body movement yeah
2: body fuck <laughs> <body moving. Yeah. laughs>
0: Um, and now the rest of the stuff i watched is all related to one uh, property, which is Twin Peaks. Everything I've watched has been Twin Peaks related. Um, I have finished the original series. Um, fantastic show. Uh, it was a shame because <clears throat> it ends on a cliffhanger in the original series. It's a shame that it didn't continue because it's one hell of a cliffhanger to a- end on. Um, it's so ahead of its time in terms of just writing and the story – Uh, characters it's um there's so many likable characters and so many interesting like uh aspects they choose to show um like a crime like a crime show like that could easily have like a bunch of like kind of like one like you know just uh typecast characters and other very kind of bland kind of characters for like a cop show but each character is kind of unique they have their own portrayal uh you're able to kind of connect um the small town vibe is really cool too um it builds with this larger story that's it's very david lynch but it's also kind of subdued just due to like being on television but it's still very well done but the really the core of the show is kyle mclaughlin as special agent dale cooper that might be my favorite character of any a thing i've watched like it, he is a great character and i was bummed when it like when i finished that and i'm like i wanted more immediately um so after i was finished with that i would yeah so i'd be just with that, I would highly recommend that. It's really well done. Um, it's it's from the, it's like 1990, 1991. Some stuff is of the time just based on effects and like how it's done, but I think it's got a great music. Um, I think it still ages really well. Um, so I was wanting more as soon as I finished, so I watched the prequel movie, uh, Fire Walk With Me, mm-hmm. which was released the year after. And the difference with that one is – I'd say that one embraces more of David Lynch's style than, than the show. The show being on network television at the time couldn't really do a lot of what they were, uh, could do. Um, this kind of fully embraces it. While I say it is a prequel, it does kind of spoil the show if you go into the show because the show kind of – because the basis of the show is they're trying to find the who killed Laura Palmer, this teen that's kind of uh, – who's kind of like connected with a lot of people in the town um and the movie kind of follows her last days uh, up until it happens and it it shows exactly what is happening what is it's going on i would say watch the show then watch the movie because it makes you kind of kind of appreciate the show because it's gonna it doesn't reveal it right away on the show it doesn't reveal to like the second season um but the movie is definitely more david lynch it's more mature it's more violent um it's definitely more out there in terms of the show is. I think the show is a bit more like digestible, like for people to watch. Like, um, the movie definitely is going to ask. It's going to have you try to reach out a little bit more to kind of go with it. I was still along for the ride, but I think I like. I loved the show. The movie was good, but it didn't really give me everything I wanted because it follows Laura Palmer, and her character is kind of interesting because it's. I want to like the character, but it doesn't really do a good job of making me like her the whole time. Um, but it's really visually like. Feeling it's it, there is good dialogue for the most part in the movie. Um, the only thing it's missing is it doesn't it really subdues like because it's before uh, Kyle McLaughlin comes on the, to the show mainly, so he's very small parts just what he's doing beforehand. And I think it's kind of missing that touch because he really kind of brings the whole show together with his character. And the movie's kind of missing that. Um, so I mean, if you really like the show, I would recommend the movie because it does add some like um answer some questions that the tv show didn't get the answer at the time um so lastly the revival came out three years ago so after this 25 year break um showtime got to do let david lynch kind of continue and kind of give the show it's kind of ending i didn't get to finish it i only just started it um but it very much still has the same tone um being on Showtime it has a lot more liveries into what it can uh do with like the source material and like um ideas it's definitely like I'd say it has all the David Lynchian stuff that was in the movie all kind of maintaining like the the sound and like the feel of the characters it features a lot of the characters that were in um the original series that are some had passed or didn't return for the series um and then it's been really good so far. It's like, it's kind of feels like a, the reviews I've heard, it's, it's just like a, like a 18 episode movie. And it, it definitely feels like that, how it's being kind of like uh, presented. But it's kind of it's starting a little slow. It's kind of building stuff. You're just kind of catching up with what's going on. Um, the whole thing. one thing I will say about the entirety of this Twin Peaks is who they get and who has kind of shown up all within all these different. In the original series, like David Duchovny was in the show before he was on X Files, Heather Graham, at least Zane was in the show. A lot of familiar faces show up in the movie, David Bowie. David Bowie's in the movie for like very brief, but he plays like kind of like an interesting character. Basically, his character like just shows up who's been gone for two years and then just disappears again. Does he die? As far as I know, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest,
2: <laughs> he
0: doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him
2: in real life he dies
0: well real life he does but apparently (laughs) i heard he returned for the show before he passed i'll be curious to see what his his role is um matthew lillard's in the first couple episodes of the revival and then i heard like michael serica is in the revival uh uh, what's her name amanda seyfried um there's been a lot of like a lot of people attached to this show because i think it just is like a cultural phenomena the original series was and a lot of people kind of like it has a cult following and my sister has been like telling me to watch this show for so long and i'm really glad i did because it's the show is really like something i did like like a lot so i, I would highly recommend it. it's probably one of my favorite shows um i'm going to be curious to see how i compare with the return to like the original series Is i don't know if i'll be able to kind of like they're almost kind of separate while they're very connected at the same time so it's interesting um but i would recommend to you guys the original, at least, As I think it's really fun. It's really, it's really funny. Um, I think one of the funniest parts is uh, David Lynch is has a character on the show who is very hard of hearing. So often he's shouting the entire time when he's talking to characters, and it's often like not coherent or he's repeating what a character just said, and it's, it's, uh, it's very, it's very funny. Um, so that's that's all my Twin Peaks talk. The
1: the revival uh, is that two seasons or just one.
0: It's one season, uh eighteen episodes. Yeah. So oh, I don't... and then
1: that's it, right? That's like the end end of, <laughs> of the whole show.
0: As far as I know, that's it. Uh I, I I don't know if they're planning on doing it anymore. I'll see how it ends to see if they left it open, but I'll get back. I'm sure I'll by the time we do another one, I'll have it done. Um but that's I think you said You cool.
1: said the original aired on on like regular television. What what channel did it? It aired? was on
0: uh it was on ABC originally.
1: A B C okay
0: it was on ABC. Yeah.
1: For some reason I always thought that it aired like on cable, but I guess I was wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was um originally on ABC. Um Kyle McLaughlin uh clearly as much as I love the character, he won a Golden Globe for playing uh especially agent oh, Dale Cooper. Nice. So it's um, he's very well praised as that character. Um it's kind of crazy after watching the show how much I've seen the influence from the show into other properties. I think I mentioned that last time too, but um
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like a lot of different shows, like Riverdale's tried to like emulate it. Like another show I watched called Gravity Falls emulates some of the stuff. Um, it's it's influence on pop culture is crazy. So, cool. Yeah. That's it. That's that's my that's my talk. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Honestly,
1: I've always been curious about this show too. So, I think I might check it out because I've, I've like you said, like it's been on pop culture for such a long time, and it's. They, t- they always talk about how much it's influenced, like, you know, like, things since then. So, and I'm always down for, like, a good mystery, like, you know, so.
0: It keeps you, keeps you on edge. The,
1: the original series is on Netflix, right?
0: The original series is on Netflix.
1: Um,
0: oh, yeah. Uh, the original series on Netflix. I had to rent the movie because it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, I got a free trial on Showtime because I don't have Showtime and i got okay. it i got it for a month i think i think some cable i think some uh cable companies are giving some of the premium channels for free right now so you might be able to just find it on Showtime somewhere if you have a provider that's giving it out but um it's hbo like, but like hbo is like yeah they put some content out for free to check out so um that's it that's all i got to talk about um boys did you have any other thoughts anything you, maybe you're planning on watching or fred you had something
2: uh, today, I actually, I just remembered this uh, as you were talking there. Uh, today, oh. I actually finished McMillions. Oh, yeah, you were talking Oh, about That's yeah. a documentary, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, kind of, yes. a documentary TV show or whatever. Um, Go
0: on. How uh, we'll about that? Pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. It's, so it's about the, uh, the McDonald's uh, Monopoly, Monopoly game and how it's a scam, essentially, right?
2: Basically. How how they scammed the Monopoly game, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because essentially at first it wasn't meant to be a scam. Uh Uh-huh. But uh they like caught on to like people in the same kind of basic area just were winning and they Uh were like, That's really random that like in the same area these people win, are winning a lot. So then like the FBI starts looking into it and yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, the Monopoly game is still going on today. Um, they have, you know, fired the company that they used to work with, um, those games. That's kind of a big thing in that show. So um, now that I'm sure they do it all by themselves now. And
0: yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. How many
0: uh, episodes is it?
2: Uh, six.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Six one hour long episodes
0: to check that out i wanted yeah. to check it out so
2: yeah it's pretty good okay.
0: um with that um you guys have anything you're planning on watching in the coming up future here i know danny you're saying you're planning on watching this is us were there any other movies you had maybe you wanted to check out or is it just kind of you um, kind of been just feeling it out as you've been seeing stuff
1: yeah like there's a couple things on netflix that i've heard are good like uh the, the platform that's supposed to be good yeah, yeah. Some, um i want I wanted to check that out. Um, and the and death of other than that, I don't know. What was that, uh, I said, and the death of Stalin, right, Daniel? That's something that... And I the death was- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to see that because I did want to see it when it came out. And now that you guys, like, praised it, I am definitely going to see that.
0: I think you would like it a lot. I think you would like it.
1: Yeah. And I, I like satires and that type of comedy. So I think I am def- I might even watch it tonight. Because like, it's short, right? It's like an hour and a half.
0: Okay, yeah, you're oh, right? it, it, it It moves pretty quick i think it's only like hour hour 30 hour 40 so i wanted to watch it again because like i wanted to like it was like that good i wanted to give it another watch
2: i think i think it might be one of my, my upcoming one of my favorite movies
0: i i would agree oh, wow. to be honest yeah i would say that as well um brett anything you're planning on watching anything you kind of more or less the uh, same
2: uh you know just out here free balling the Stuff that I'm watching. So uh-huh.
1: <laughs> whatever I see that looks interesting, it's uh, what I'm hopping on.
2: All right.
1: Is I remembered to... something uh, oh. that I added on my list. That's like a mini series that's four hours long and it's called unorthodox. And I've heard really good things about it. I wanted to check that out. It's about uh, this like orthodox Jewish girl who like escapes her, I guess, family because she feels very trapped and it's about her story and i guess it's based on a on a on a real person
0: okay all right um well i'm just gonna keep going through the return for twin peaks and once i'm done uh it's finally time to check out what walter white jesse pinkman are doing so i'm gonna go finally watch breaking bad say my name
1: Which Um, which is which is funny because i think i'm gonna watch that too
0: are you really Wow, Wow! my my dad is literally watching Breaking Bad right now for the first time. He just finished Better Call Saul like a week ago and he's already he's just he's on Breaking Bad now. So I've already some stuff's been swallowed for me. So I'm going to try to uh, hopefully start that in the next week. And then by maybe next episode, I can maybe talk more about that and how I missed out on it before and see how I feel about it now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that... That's it for this uh, for this bi-weekly or whatever it will be pod <laughs> um, well thanks for tuning in um, as you could probably guess it's still gonna be it's still gonna be this if, whether you are listening to us or you're watching us on YouTube um, it's still gonna go like this I don't know when but for now it's gonna be just kind of sporadic episodes I know it kind of happen to be two weeks I don't know if it will be two weeks again just kind of depends on what how much we if any news happened what we've been watching things like that so just uh just stay with us you know keep up with okay. social media yeah. you know um and where can they let's get let well, i mentioned social media daniel where uh what social media platforms can they find us uh
1: we're on twitter and instagram at an action pod
2: and and brett, brett what can they listen to us on did you look at me and you're like you're not social media you're <laughs> yeah
0: because they usually go to you then daniel but i was also yeah. sweetest. so i decided to let daniel just say it real quick
2: yeah well you know guys uh they can listen to us on spotify uh itunes where they can subscribe and uh give us a little comment and rate us five stars um and now you can find us on youtube uh you can now watch our back catalog of our amazing shows that yes. we've done so far and uh our virtual shows the past too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we are finally back on iHeartRadio, so I all you iHeartRadio yes. listeners, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher, and I believe that is about it. Did you, did you say iHeart? I did. I welcomed them all back. Yes, I That's did. Right,
0: yeah. you did. Okay, perfect, perfect. And uh, if you want to follow us on individually, see how we're doing during this uh, quarantine time. You can follow me on Twitter at DRock Mountain or on Instagram at Rocky Mountain.
1: Uh, you can follow me at uh, Brett J. Burke on Instagram and on Twitter. And I'm on Twitter at Denko89 and Instagram at DenkoRomero89. All
0: right. Stay safe. Stay Thank home. You until you next,
1: for a until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Yeah, totally. That was great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anchor.